When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Greenwashing and the appropriation of buzzwords. The new buzzword in development circles is no longer sustainable development. It has been replaced by resilience. Academic programs are now emerging, bearing this discourse that might be problematic. It is not just because it has not yet reached a paradigmatic status. It is more because even the scholarly literature that has emerged is rife with contradictions. Faced with a disturbance, resilience can be misconstrued as simply the ability to bounce back and return to the pre-disturbance state. It can be framed as the ability of any system to maintain its functions despite the presence of perturbations, from natural to social and political. Often, it is something that is imaged as a resource or ability that is already possessed by people. This is being challenged by those who, rightfully, consider the fact that disturbances should be seen as opportunities to examine critically the present system and root out the structural dysfunctions and inequalities, from ill-designed habitats to corrupt governance systems. In this context, resilience is no longer just about bouncing back but about bouncing back and transforming. Another magic buzzword that is now beginning to populate academic discussions and which is being actively pushed by the leadership of the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, DENR, is the principle of using forests as carbon offsets. Simply put, the idea is to ask communities to reforest open areas and to maintain them as such for these to earn carbon credits. A standing forest sequesters carbon from the atmosphere, and the equivalent amount of the volume sequestered will now be sold and traded in carbon markets for companies to purchase so that they can credit these to their emission ledgers. Thus, what is actually happening is that for a company to claim it is a carbon neutral or net zero emitter, it has to purchase carbon from standing forests to neutralize its actual carbon emissions. In short, the company may not actually be emitting less. It is just buying credits from standing forests needed to offset its emissions, hence, the term carbon offsets. It is this particular model that is now being actively pushed by the dinner, where reforestation will be pursued not mainly for timber production but for communities to earn from carbon trading. Academic and research institutions and civil society organizations are now lining up to enable its mainstreaming. However, even as this is happening, alarming reviews of carbon offsets are coming out from academic scholars abroad. Reducing emissions from deforestation and forest degradation, Red Plus, has been critically scrutinized by environmental and climate scientists, and many of the findings are patently disturbing. In sum, carbon offsetting generates highly inflated positive environmental impacts. Values of carbon sequestered are often overvalued, even as risks from reduced sequestration due to natural processes such as forest fires and other natural disturbances, referred to as reversals, are undervalued. One of the potential effects of carbon offsetting is that it would deny local community sources of their wood supply. At present, the Philippines is already a net timber importer. The Philippine Wood Producers Association, PWPA, has reported importing about 70% of their wood requirements. It was also revealed that some projects failed to provide safeguards for vulnerable forest communities. As such, there is evidence that carbon offsetting may, in fact, undermine the resilience of communities. It will force them to depend on revenues from trading the carbon sequestered by forests they plant, maintain and protect, even as it would undermine their traditional farming practices and would render them more dependent on, and thus vulnerable to, global carbon market forces beyond their control. Another magic buzzword that the dinner touts is the whole of the nation approach to rationalize more inclusivity in environmental management and protection. 
Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What is ironic is that it is not mindful of the consequences of prioritizing the use of forest plantations as carbon offsets and further depressing the supply of wood in the country, and would increase the vulnerability of communities dependent on forests for their livelihood. What is even more ironic is while the dinner cites the whole of the nation approach, which is all about inclusivity, it has delegitimized efforts of environmental defenders, like the Masungi Geo Reserve Foundation Incorporated, MGFI, with whom it forged an agreement to protect the Masungi Geopark. In doing this, it may have unwittingly enabled and emboldened forces that seek to undermine the watershed. In its desire for inclusivity, it has inadvertently legitimized even watershed syndicates. In fact, the dinner may have actually done so in the manner it has excluded environmental advocates and indigenous peoples from its recent efforts in the upper Marikina watershed, which it has ironically labeled Project Transform, which stands for Transdisciplinary Approach for Resilience and Environmental Sustainability through Multi-Stakeholder Engagement. The dinner, through this project, publicly declares that it engages the whole of society in alleviating poverty, strengthening community resilience and fostering public-private partnerships. The Upper Marikina Watershed Coalition has criticized this as a form of greenwashing in that contrary to its declared intent toward inclusivity, local communities, environmental frontliners such as the MGFI, and indigenous peoples are not included, and the signatories to the project are dominated by miners, businessmen and local politicians. One of the emerging discourses coming out of many dinner officials, articulated even by Environment Secretary Maria Antonia Yula Loizaga, is their disdain for MGFI and other environmental defenders whom they begrudge for behaving as if they have a monopoly over environmental protection. The dinner and Yula Loizaga clearly intend to transform not people's lives but the inclusive institutional arrangements that attend to environmental protection. The current dinner leadership, in its appropriation of the discourse of inclusivity to enable commercial resource users and local politicians, is obviously reversing what has been established by law. Republic Act 7586, which established the National Integrated Protected Areas System, NIPAS, stipulated that the cooperation of private actors, including environmental NGOs, and not only commercial interests and government agencies, is necessary. RA 11038, which amended RA 7586, further valued the role played by local communities and emphasized the importance of knowledge of indigenous cultural communities. Project Transform, during its launch, apparently did not provide a space for them.